Hi, and welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. My name is Matt Bertram. The soon-to-be CEO. And when I say soon, I mean like really soon. You should stay tuned because it's about to happen. Um, There's this a is, crowning ceremony. Yes, it is about to happen. Uh, this is SEO Podcast number 450. Uh, you guys have found us. I wanted to this start it off. This is a good podcast to have this happen on. 450. Yeah, it's like a, like it's like a transition. And then, like, so at 900, maybe something else happens. Oh, I don't know. yeah, yeah. Get that. that would be good. So I'm going to read this review. This is awesome. Uh, it calls out one of our team members. So uh, we, oh, we, are, out, we already shared it with Alyssa. Los Angeles Fence Builders. It is, of course, five stars. I sat down with Alyssa, who helped me with my website. Wow. She pointed out some really awesome pro tips and things my site could improve on. I've been listening to your podcast for about a year now and really appreciate all the SEO help you have given me. Punch in the face to you. Uh, punch in the face to you, Los Angeles Fence Builders. We really appreciate the review. So we're starting to rank nationally Yeah. for a number of terms. So we're getting calls in nationally. Alyssa, you're doing a great job handling the influx of calls. Yes. Yep. Uh, you've really grown a lot. We're really uh, proud of what you're doing. Knocking it, is knocking it out of the park. Is that, is that the, the, right part, yeah. the right phrase? Yeah. So uh, definitely call in. Uh, we are adding a lot of value. Talk to one of our internet marketing experts today. Yeah. Just go to the website and fill out the form where you get a free website analysis. It's not really a form. It's like a button. You, well, you, but we're going to add a form. There'll be a form. Yeah, there's, a form. there's a button yeah, and the button yeah, goes yeah, to a yeah. form. Somewhere yeah, there's a... Yeah. Just do it. All right. <laughs> just do it. All right. Um, please remember, we are filming live here from Houston, Texas. And Matt and I, we are your Results, results Rebels. Um, if you're tuning in for the first time to this podcast, howdy. Welcome howdy. welcome yeah. to the podcast. We're yeah. glad you're here. Rodeo. We're doing the... <laughs> it is rodeo time here in Houston. We're doing what's called the potatoes of the podcast. We're going to get into the meat here shortly. And the meat is going to be really interesting today because we're uh, we're going to kind of make it up. We're ad-libbing today. About email drips yes. and what you should be doing. We couldn't find any articles we thought were like just Worthy. Stellar. Worthy. Okay, worthy. Okay. Uh, hopefully we don't offend anyone there. Yeah. Yeah. No, there, there, there's good stuff out there. We just didn't see anything that spoke to us. So we're going to speak to you. Yes. We're going to speak to you. What I realize is no one can see the hat. Until it's up front. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, if you're tuning in again, thank you for tuning in. And you know that we run a contest each and every time we do our podcast. And that. We <laughs> <laughs> used to say each and every week. But as you know, if you've been watching, we've had to skip a few because things have been a little crazy. Yeah. We're moving into a new facility. Yes. I wish we had the picture uh, that was hanging up. For you YouTubers, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're moving into a new facility. It's just up the street. And. And, uh, and it's awesome. What's the whole square footage? 30,000 square feet. 30,000 square feet that we're moving into. Training center, podcast center, media room. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. We're, we're really excited about what's happening. Don't forget the meditation happening. pods. Yeah, they used to be called nap pods, but apparently... You can't sleep in the there's, you can't, buildings. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can't condone <laughs> napping in buildings. Um, yeah, so each and every time we have a podcast, we run a contest. And that contest looks like if we get 10 shikos... A share, a like, or a follow. If we get 10 shikos and we get a review, and you just heard me read the review, then we skip the part where we tell you how to leave a review for us to the end. So we're, we're doing that. That's, that's on the end now. That's what's happening there. Um, if you're also listening to our podcast, or if you're listening to our podcast, you might also be interested in tips you can get from us, because 
Hopefully yeah. that's why you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. You can get those tips by going to eWebResults.com slash tips. Actually, you can get, we've got like what, little mini guides yeah, and references. We, we got all and, kinds of tools now under the yep. resource section. Um, it just continues to grow. Come check it out. A lot of good stuff for you. Um, if, uh, oh, we got t-shirts. I'm wearing one of them. This is one of our t-shirts if you're watching there. Hello, YouTubers, um, or and Facebookers. What does it say on the back? It, what does it say on it? No, on, what, the, on the back. On the back, it says uh, Make "Making your... Marketing Great Again," and you can as you can guess what the shirt might imply be related to. to. Yeah, there is a hair swoosh. Yeah, a big hair swoosh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. all right, I think you can figure it out. You guys are smart because you listen to this podcast. All right, so we're gonna jump into the meat of our. Oh wait, before we jump into the meat. We would ask you to share this with three of your friends. Go ahead and tweet it. You should hashtag SEO podcast. This is podcast 450 uh, at best SEO podcast at eWeb results at Matt Bertram live at eWeb Chris Burris or Chris Burris eWeb. <laughs> That's why we're handing this off. And be- you can direct message me and I will respond. Before we get into, that's good, before before we get into the meat of the podcast, this is the official uh, handing off, we're having the throning ceremony, here we go, and um, there we go, yeah, it's it's now officially, Matt is the CEO of eWeb Results, boom, well done sir, I I hope you take all the responsibility. It's a heavy, it's a heavy (laughs) hat. I will become the CRO, the Chief Results Officer. Matt will be the CEO. He will be driving the business uh, and couldn't be happier with this transition because uh, he's just knocking it out of the park. New facility, Matt. Better results, Matt. Growing team, Matt. So you Thank deserve you. it. And I'm excited that we're going down this path together. Yes. And excited for things to come. And so now, uh, if you were thinking about addressing an email towards me, you should send that to Matt, (laughs) (laughs) who apparently responds through Twitter. (laughs) All right, so let's get into this. Um, Some of the most valuable things... Have it your way. Oh, yeah, make sure you have it. You're with Matt. You can have it it your way. (laughs) Uh, Results. We figure we want results. We're delivering results. That's probably your way... But, you know, if you have any modifications to that, less mustard, more ketchup, just let us know. Um, there's a couple of things that are really, really valuable. What are the first two things you should do if you're getting digital, if you're started a business, if your business needs to start doing some digital stuff? And one of them, without a doubt, and we talk about this regularly, is remarketing, right? Yes, well, and, and really, the, the fundamental overriding principle is make sure the people who are aware of you and find you and visit you actually you follow, like you take the most advantage of those people as possible. Well, I can tell you that uh, the data says 94% of people will go to your website, leave, and never come back again. And never take an action, yeah. Never take an action. So you're, you're talking about targeting the 6% of people potentially that are going to come back. What if you can widen that number through remarketing, going after those missed window yep. sharpers, remarketing, retargeting, people use different terms yep. out there. Uh, super easy to set up. You need to have at least, I believe, 100 people uh, per month coming to your website, and then you can get it implemented. You can implement it across LinkedIn, Quora, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and 4 million plus uh, Google sites and banner ads. This is what Amazon used to do. It used to chase you around the internet. A lot of companies still are does. Doing, yeah. yeah, a lot of companies are doing it really great, and you can do it too. Yes, you can be great. 
making remarketing great again. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's one, right? So those people who have just visited your website, they didn't interact with you at all. The next is make sure you get their email for those people who do come to your website. Try and increase that from what the 6% who actually take some sort of action. Increase it and make it really simple. Go for something of value so you get their email. And then we're going to talk about email nurture drip campaigns, not just from the website, but in general. Well, think about your website is now not just a digital brochure, someone checking to make sure you're online, and then they're calling you because 84% of people are already through their sales process by the time they pick up the phone and call you. So Let me you, say that again. Like, so, so break that down. When you pick up the phone and they've called you, yes. right? you're thinking often that you're starting the sales process. What Matt's saying, what the data says, is that they're already 84% through the sales process by the time they pick up the phone and talk with you. So what does that, think about what that means that you need to be doing prior to them calling. Well, I mean, there's a few businesses out there like commercial real estate where the vestiges of uh, business to business contacts still happens. But I can tell you they still go check out the website. I can tell you same thing with lawyers and the references out there. A lot more people are finding people online and it's not through just referrals. You're like, oh, it's not me, it's just referrals. The transition's changing, the new guards coming in, more people are using the internet than ever before as part of the sales process. So you gotta think of your website as more of a sales funnel right. than just a landing page. Or maybe one of your sales right? team members. Yeah, right? like think I think of it it's, as think it's like your best yeah. salesperson. Your most efficient sales team member. And that's if the, you do it right. That's the kind of budget you should be putting towards it. What what it would cost to hire an actual salesperson. If you put that kind of marketing in your website, you're gonna get tenfold what any salesperson could do. I have a sales background. When you create the leverage online with the marketing, the, the, the sky's the limit, yeah. okay? So the first line of, I guess, um, attack, I right. don't know, yeah. <laughs> maybe line of attack yeah. as a salesperson is the retargeting, remarketing because you're, you're, you're hitting them again and you can have a conversation, you can build custom audiences versus different pages, you can change the sequence of hitting someone 10 times the first day, you know, you can change the next day, the week, the month, you can hit them for 540 days, you can have that one-way conversation with them all you gotta do is get them to your website. Yeah. So, so that's absolutely the most important thing. But the second thing that you need to be doing that a lot of people don't, everybody goes for that free consultation right out right. of the gate. You haven't provided enough value yet. People are a little unsure. You want a low barrier of entry for them to kind of get engage to know you, you yeah. engage you, where not high pressure. So that next step is capturing the email. And a lot of people in internet marketing or that do internet marketing or look at all the shiny new stuff out there with social media, if you look at the data, email trumps it all by a ton. A lot, Okay, yeah. all the so, time. So you really need to be building your email list. That needs to be the second thing that you do and that's what we're gonna dig into here. Yeah, and, and, and so this is the perfect time. Let's segue a little bit, because yes, email is what we're gonna talk about, drip campaigns. Let's talk, first talk about kind of the sales process and how a business typically starts, right? Okay. So a business typically starts, they're out networking or you're meeting people, you're making contacts with people, you get business cards, right? Why do you get a business card? Because you're probably going to meet somebody face to face and you're going to hand them a business card. I know a lot of it ends up being digital and I'm bumping into more and more people who are like, I don't really have a business card. Here, let me send you my my I do, my uh, digital card, right? Yeah, yeah. The reason you even do that though is because you want to follow up. 
Sometimes you go to networking meetings and you have like 30 seconds or less to like give a card to somebody or exchange your digital card. What do you do after that? Because the chances of getting a sale from a 30 second introduction at a networking event is pretty much zero. But if you have a drip campaign in place and, it, and that drip campaign, uh, you go back to your office and you enter their information or digitally just add them uh, and now you start getting them information. So I'm gonna share one that we have because we have a whole bunch of drips uh, here uh, for that particular purpose. One of the ones I've, I've had forever in a day um, works I, really great. It works really good, and I and I've actually it learned it. I'm gonna uh, punch in the face to to Joe Orsack as a guy I learned this from. Basically, I come back to my office. I've met you. Maybe we've had a 20 minute conversation. Maybe it's been a 30 second conversation, and I enter it, and it says, and you get an email. It says, "Hi, it was great to meet you. I feel like I never have enough time to talk about what my business does." One of the things that's important to our business is communication. In fact, it's so important, I'm gonna have my co-founder and the director of our, uh, my phone's doing weird stuff, and the director of, uh, of our graphics department contact you within 24 hours. Javier, he's gonna reach out to you. Javier, in 24 hours, not surprisingly, almost as if it were automated, wow. <laughs> sends you an email and says, hey, Chris asked me to make contact. I'm a co-founder, I'm the digital guy, and then he introduces himself and then goes on and introduces the next person, right? So that next person gets um, gets you know another team member, hey, Javier told me to reach out, but that's seven days out. So now we've got two months of contact, right? Top of mind contact that has happened potentially because of a 30 second drip campaign. And, so. and that really, what, what people wanna do business with is people they know, like, and trust, okay? so. How do you develop that? That's why you're going to the networking event so you can meet someone face-to-face. You always send that email, hey, great to meet you, and then uh, the follow-up is where it kind of falls off. Uh, one way that you can do with these emails is to uh, create that uh, one-on-one touch point and that personalization and letting them get to know who you are a little bit better because if people don't know who you are, they don't care what you can do for them. They want to know like, right, that you yeah. can care. Yeah. And um, you can tell your story in this way through automation uh, where it comes across something that you absolutely would want to do. You, we just don't have time to do it. So right. we all know what we want to do and how we want our sales process to go and what the buyer journey should look like for each of our clients in a perfect world. And that's what automation helps you do is create that process and make it as best a perfect world for the follow-up process as you can. So so making it the best, one of the things that you can do really well in an email that sometimes is harder to do if you don't have really strong training in this area is making sure you're communicating to those people the way they like to be communicated to. And I don't know, one of the things that we focus on here at eWeb Results is disk profiles. So we know the disk profiles of our team members. uh, And if you're not familiar, I'm gonna talk a little bit about it, but we know the disk profiles of our team members and we want to understand the disk profiles of our customers because it's kind of like if you speak a foreign language. It's not, it's not as dramatic as that. And if you can speak in their language, I know are you going to have a I, I know what it's like because yeah. sometimes we get reviews of people yeah. that just say, get through the potatoes already. Yeah. Get right to the meat. That's going to be a D style. That's going to be a D. D style. 
Yeah. So DISC, D-I-S-C. So we're going to break this down into a couple of quadrants. Um, so if you're a D or an I, you're typically more outgoing. If you're a C or an S, you're typically more kind of, uh, we'll say introverted. I know for some that has a bad connotation. Introverted just means like you are, you get re-energized by alone time. That's the best way to say it. Yeah, other people get energized by people. Some people get energized uh, by, like, uh, yeah. by alone time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting, actually, just a, a quick little segue, they did a psychological study where they had uh, in, quote-unquote introverts and extroverts interact with people, like arranged it. And you would have thought that the introverts would have been less happy with the interaction, right? So they controlled all this. It turns out in a post-analysis, both introverts and extroverts really liked engaging with people. So it's not that they don't like gang- engaging with people that they re-energized by being, not being around people. So I, I was uh, listening to a study on tape. I don't know exactly where, but it was talking about introverts are more, in, oh, now I remember, but engaging online yeah. than they are in person. Yeah. And they're more willing to share. And the relationships, which is interesting, online uh, actually speed up and progress a lot faster. For introverts. It, for introverts Interesting. online because... You, you, you're a little more protected, right. I guess, and you're oh sorry, and you're a little more you're allowed to be a little more open, right? Right. right? Um, so so there's there's really a lot of data out there. Um, you know, I think I'm more of an introvert, but I'm told that I'm an extrovert. Yeah. So he's wrong. <laughs> not not that often, but he's wrong about that. He's he, he's a, he's an extrovert. He's an I. You your profile came out I right? Yeah, it came yeah. out first. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's interesting because I have uh, it's like I S tendencies, right? So that's I, and then S is tendencies. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, no, actually, I see. Um, so I is kind of extroverted and very people fo- focused, and C is very task and detail focused. So I have a, a little bit of both. So, and and even though you know conversation is not a problem, getting in front of a camera not a problem, I still parts of me feel that I'm kind of. Introverted. Yeah. So okay. So so let's let's segue into what that means of how you should okay. communicate to that person. Perfect. Yeah. So so if you're a D, right? So D is really decisive, and all they really care about the results, right? So you want to share with them really short sentences about great results you've delivered to people. Bullet uh, points. Bullet <laughs> points. Um, just get it done, right? And I. So these are both of the extroverts. Um, they want it to be exciting. They want it to be fun. They want to know about their business exploding, right? We're going to help they you want relationships your business. Too. They're usually the relationship people that are more focused on who you are and I want to be your friend and we want to do business together yeah. than they are about necessarily the results. I mean, that's important. If there's no results, that's yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, but, but excitement and... Uh, relationship. I what think. Yeah. resonates with them yeah. is, and I use this regularly. Like when we got a new exciting project, I'm like, "Wow, this is going to be fun, yeah. right?" It's not like, "Wow, it's going to deliver great value." It's not going to be fun if it doesn't deliver great value. If you're not but my fun, first thought yeah. is, "It's going to be fun." Yeah. So I that's like that. D, and then I's, right? Um, S's. So they are typically they're they're introverted and relationship focused. So they're looking for how do we build a long-term relationship? So you wanna make sure you have verbiage that's related to like, um, how long have you had your customers? Because they just want things to be nice and steady, right, in the long run, S for steady, right? That's probably why then I'm not. 
IS because I blend those two a little bit. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, both of them very people focused, not very task focused. Yeah. And then finally, C. So they're the introverts who are very task oriented. Data. And they just want data, right? So you want to have lots of data. And so you may have bullet points at the beginning of it and then you, you know, get started here. And then you may have like all of this data and lots of information and lots for them to read because they'll take, yeah. they'll print out like really long web pages and take them home and read them and then come back on Monday and make a decision. So yeah, no. For sure. So when you're writing emails, you want to kind of understand these profiles and and put in pieces of each of those communication styles into those emails. And it's a lot easier to do when you sit down and compose the emails than if you're just like off the cuff thinking about things. So so if you look at that as a quadrant, okay. So you're looking at that, and then the other thing that people typically fall into buckets with, yeah is time, quality, or cost. Okay, so okay. what motivates them what, overall? Yeah, yeah. so you're, you're looking at how you're communicating with them yeah. and then what motivates them. Right. So time, quality, or cost, you can put in these different buckets. Right. Right? So, I mean, like, maybe give an example. How... So- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I get the hat back if I <laughs> so 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 time is like how are you saving time like how is it going to be more efficient if if we're talking about internet marketing then we're going to be talking about hey you're t- you don't have to allocate your team's time to this process well, well also if if you're if you're urgently trying to get a project up so we yeah. have we have an account we have a franchise that's launching a new location and we're like hey yeah we're going to get this up for you they need uh, marketing re- re- yesterday re- yeah. really quickly. And, you know, I was talking in like seven business days and they were like, oh, we thought really quickly it was like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we had to move some stuff around in our production calendar, but that's the kind of client that needs something now, 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 now. Yep. They're time focused. Yeah, yeah. And so also that syncs up with the type of marketing they probably need. Yeah. Right. So they probably want PPC because PPC is for quick urgency Get it up. They don't have time to wait for the SEO. Right. So, so you understand if they click on that tab, or or if you link that to a certain blog post, you understand when you're talking to them based on the lead scoring. If you're doing that, or if you're just kind of eyeballing it, where it's working. What he says, Irish SEO rock stars. It's oh. the Irish Fair and Music Festival. <laughs> Punch in the face. Nice. To you. And I've got my Irish bling on here. Nice. Luck of the and, Irish. And, and if that's Randy, thank you, Randy. Shout out to you. Uh, Congratulations. You got your green on too. I got my green on. I don't want to get pinched. Um, so, you know, so that's one. Quality, right? So we're we're big proponents of quality. We sell quality. We, we deliver results. A lot of people that come to us have used multiple agencies in the past. Yeah. Okay. I've been they, burned by multiple agencies. I mean, that, that's really one of the things about this industry is the transparency. So through this podcast and what we do, hopefully you can resonate with we, we do know what we're talking about. And this is the framework. In which we're going and to build, we deliver. We're going to build your campaign. Yeah. So people want quality. Other people call around, right? And this goes for all industries. What's the cost? What's the As cost? A, oh, They're yeah. just price How much shopping. Are you? How much are you? They think it's a commodity. Also, you can think about that too is what type of clients would you want? Yeah. Do you want people that are seeking quality, cost, urgency? You're going to have uh, a tendency to be able to deliver in one of those areas better. But and not all, all three. Yeah. But typically not all three. Yeah. Also, you know how to communicate with that person and you know the type of services they're interested in. So it gives you a little bit more of a roadmap if you know how to communicate with the person and also what's important to them on how to have that conversation. Right. And you can see that by their actions through what they do online. Yeah. And you can create some lead story, custom lists, all kinds of like advanced stuff around that. If you want to know more about that, 
you can give us a call. Yep. So. so let's go to the next drip and then we'll get some more details about what should be in the drip. The next one, so first one was like sales, you were at a networking event, you flipped a card, gave a digital card, and, and how do you follow up? Yeah. Make sure you have that follow up because you can expand that short com com conversation into a couple of months of, of interaction. Um, next is post presentation. So let's say you get them into your process and you actually get them to the point where they're doing, maybe in our case it's a 15 to 30 minute call, we've got a drip after that. Or we get them actually to what's called our profit plan. Uh, we've got a drip after that. Talk, what do you want to have in a post-presentation email drip? Well, a lot of times, right, or even when you connect with somebody and you have that initial kind of call after the meeting potentially or, or however, wherever they are in your funnel, typically you want to follow up with that person to get them to the next step in your process. And a lot of people, almost every person we're talking to, and that's why we're doing this podcast, is doing it manually. Yeah. They're sending a text. They're sending an email. They're Facebooking when they remember. the person. Yeah. When they remember. It's not, it's not consistent. It's not consistent. And you got all these other things on your mind. So why not figure out what that process is and build an automation of what you're going to say? You could say, hey, here's a testimonial of a past client. Yep. Here's a case study of some results. Yep. Hey, are you still interested in this? Like, Here's certifications we have. Yeah, I yeah. mean, anything that's going to move the process forward that you think they need to hear, and you know basically 80% of the time you're going to say or say something similar, you're going to have kind of similar templated emails or, or something like that that you're going to use, why not create that into automation, make your life more simple, so you create one touch point when you initially put them into the drip, and now they get five more touch points. Yeah. So the average amount of touch points is needed to close a deal. Yeah, it's seven, so, eight touch points. Yeah. Oh, okay? well, you use so eleven by, from time to well, time. Well, it's like, gone up. This it's short attention up. span that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so this is old data, but you're needing to touch that so so that person so many times to move them forward. And the data also suggests this is older data that. 90% of salespeople stop after the third follow-up. Yeah. If most of the sales are made on the seventh, eighth follow-up, 11th follow-up, you know, you can see where that gap is. Let automation help fill that gap. Fill that gap. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about when you've got these emails, what, what maybe you want, what action might you want them to take, right? So you might have them depending on where they are in the process. Hey, call me now. Call me to, uh, if, if it, you know, is it still, is that presentation I gave you still important to you, right? So that's yeah. an email that you've been using. Um, is SEO still important to you? Um, ask them and call me. Like, let's set up that next step. And you, I send everybody a calendar link. Yeah, and and it's really working uh, effectively. And I'm starting to see more people that I'm interacting with starting to use it too because it it it, it speeds up the the sales Whole process. process. Yeah. And the worst part I feel like is like scheduling a time and back and forth. How and long? Give me some yeah. dates. And what happens a lot of times is it just drops through the window. Yeah. Or, or you know, yeah, yeah, just whatever. Off the radar. Yeah. And so if, if, if there's a clear definable action of who's going to take the next step and do that, yeah. or I say, hey, send me a link to your calendar and I'll schedule it. Whatever it is, like, you know, but, but you want it to be clearly decided on who needs to do what to get to the next level. And uh, you need to kind of do it then because people get busy, people forget, people get distracted. Same thing with like UX, UI. People love to put their social media links at the top of their page above the fold. And I don't know why you do it because do you want somebody to give you their information, call you, or do you want them to go check out your Facebook page, see what else is oh, yeah. fun on Facebook, 
and disappear. And disappear forever. You know, so you don't, you really don't want to take them off. You want to drive them to that next step. And whatever it is, be crystal clear about that because people do have a very short attention span. Uh, in my book, I talk about Microsoft study. I think it's back in 2012, 2013. A goldfish has an attention span of, what is it? Seven. I thought it was seven seconds. Then, no, nine. I thought it was yeah. nine. Yeah. And then and we then, have like seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really bad, and and it's getting worse. So we have a shorter and, like, and the, really the summary all, of the study. We yeah. have a shorter attention span than a goldfish, which is scary, yeah. right? And and really, all these apps and all these news sites and everything is meant to grab your attention. Yeah. So it's so so the time. So really, that's the new currency. The new currency is attention of yep. people, right? So. Yep. All right. So let's get back into one of it. So we, we talked about a sales. We talked about a post presentation. I feel like a nurture a sale really has a lot of parallels with post presentation. Is there anything that you would necessarily do different for nurturing that longer that longer sales process? Well, you know, the, the post presentation drip, I think, is more to get them to take that next step. Yeah. Okay. If they don't take that next step, you're putting them into kind a of longer term, yeah. a nurture sequence yeah. that you're staying kind of top of mind. Maybe it's like like a once a month drip, but they're not a client, yeah. right? Um, but you want to keep them in that radar. Actually, really, the the ideal size of drips uh, is is uh, ninety days. So forty um, percent of people that are looking for a service, where they contact you or whatever, typically forty percent of them make a decision in 90 days. So if you can have that kind of really drive them, take action. But as every day goes by, your offer has to be stronger and stronger. Same thing with remarketing retargeting. Every day that goes by, it's going to be harder to get them to that next step. And so you put them on some kind of nurture sequence because what happens is they remembered you, you've sold them on whatever your product or service is. And then when they need that product or service, if they can't find you easily, they're just going to buy the first thing that they find through SEO or Amazon reviews or whatever. But that's why search SEO is so important. Yep. You know, stay on top of mind. So, so that nurture is like, what is your ongoing process for people who have interacted you with you at some sort of level? What does that look like? What are you sending out to them on a monthly basis? Maybe, maybe a buy monthly basis, just depending. I mean, I mean, you're getting you're you're getting a few drips. I'm on a bunch of drips. I put them in a, a side folder and like use them on a swipe file. But you you're getting drip from like two years ago from someone. Oh yeah, yeah. I right? went to a conference. Uh, <laughs> Sally Hogsworth is her is her name, and you I see still, you know her name. I still know her name, and she does a, a profile similar to Disc. Uh, and yeah, I'm still on her drip. And I can tell you, at least one of our customers that we have right now is attributable specifically because of the combination of the sales networking drip, right? So that, hey, I don't have much time. Let me introduce you to the whole team. And then putting them into a nurture sale. And that was through a contact that I made who's not even the decision maker. Like he was just like in a meeting, like, who do you know who does this? Well, I know these guys. I met him like for five minutes at a networking event and he was in he was in my drip. So you never know who knows what and who the people are that can connect you. And so you always want to treat everybody with the same amount of respect. Yep. 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 Um, all right. So next is like an induction, right? What do you do with people who have just become become customers? Right? Is that a, is that a good time for a drip? That's a great time for a trip. That's absolutely one of the best times for a trip. And yes. a lot of people don't do that. So a lot of people, and uh, we've tried out a, a number of different services out there. And 
this happens so consistently. Right. Okay. Is you give them money. You're excited to work with them. You're going, I love you. Here's a bunch of money. And you know what the response is back? Crickets. Crickets. They don't even respond back to your email. They don't tell you what the process is. What, what, what's next? What's going on? It's a horrible customer experience. I've had it also personally when I'm bought in different things. Yep. Like what's, what's next? What's going to happen? Are you excited to work with me? Like, that's I, why I, I just gave you money. I love you. And you don't say you love me back. That's, it, I hate that. Yeah. Well, it's kind of the reason sometimes either you or you've heard people ask. So I'm about to sign this agreement. What happens next? And the reason they're asking, yes, they want to know what happened next, but they've had experiences where they've like, okay, I signed it and I sent it in. And like, it was a while before I heard from you. So so that's, that's, that's when people have the most uh, buyer's remorse. Yeah. Okay. How to avoid, this almost should be called avoid buyer's remorse drip. Yeah. What are you, what are you going to get? What's the process going to be? Great time to share other testimonials. Great experience, welcome video, all sorts of things. Let people know what to expect next. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, moving forward. So here's some things that will get you into um, into a drip campaign, right? So click, a form submission, a download. So we put the, these, these are the things that, so somebody's come to your website, 84, 95% of people, 96% of people leave without taking an action. Is it five or six? 96. Not, well, 94% of people. But, 94%, but yeah. yeah that was over and then 6% actually do take an action. How do you increase that 6%? And you want to have a form. Uh, you want to have a white paper. You want to have a, um, a case study. Something yeah. to get their attention and get their email. Yeah, so in emails and on websites... You want to change up your call to action. Okay. Yep. Some people might feel comfortable texting you. Some people might feel comfortable calling you. Some people might feel more comfortable emailing you. Some people might want to click a button. Some people might want to fill out a form that they see. Yep. Some people might want to watch a video. Some people might want to just text you or call you. It just depends what your business is, how open you want to be. Like even if you go to our Facebook, you can Facebook chat with us. Yep. You know, it, whatever, everybody based on the, the disc profile probably want to interact with you a little bit a different differently. Way. Every person typically has a different form of communication. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people that I can't get them at all by phone, but man, Facebook Messenger, they're always there. Yeah. You know, uh, we have a team member. You can always get them on Slack. You can never get them by phone. Yeah. Like certain people interact differently. You can't always think that people interact the way that you interact. Absolutely. You got to think about how do I interact with these people? There's also studies out there that show for reviews, you know, not everybody goes to Google and looks for Google reviews. Some people do go to Yelp, you know, there's, so there's different percentages out there. There's a study out there by bright local. Right. But so you just got to think, you know, you gotta you gotta give people options, I guess. You and, know? and and yeah, so that you're you're engaging with them the way that they're interested in engaging, so that you can then get them on their drip. All right, so you got them on their drip. Uh, you sent kind of a sales follow up. You sent a post presentation follow up. You've been nurturing that sale if it's a longer cycle sale. Um, now they became a customer, so you've got your induction drip, your uh, avoid buyers remorse drip, and now nurture that customer. Right. So this is something that you're doing. We, we say at least month over month. You can call it a newsletter. You can call it whatever you want. Uh, but it's a way you got to keep nurturing your customers. So so the way the way I look at it is, you know, a lot of people ask, well, how often should you send emails? Yeah. Okay. Um, even on the nurture sequence, if they're not your customers, how often should I send emails? You want to look at 
how close do you want that person to know who you are? How much do you want to connect with them? If you talk to your family, spouse, best friend weekly or daily. If you're talking to your spouse weekly, then. Well, yeah, you're, you're right. right. <laughs> daily. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, daily. so daily. Yeah. That kind of inner circle. Yeah. Right. Super inner circle. And then friends, maybe weekly, biweekly, something like that. Um, and then people once a month. I don't know where you want to put different people in these buckets. I mean, oil people on oil rigs. You know, they can't talk to them maybe every right, yeah, right. Every day. So maybe yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm two, just trying to cover yeah. my uh, bases. So, yeah. so market. So, so yeah. So so here's the reality. Depending on how often you talk to people in that circle, based on how you want them to know who you are, that's how often you should speak to them. The data actually shows. The more you talk to someone, the more engaged they're going to be, the more raving fan yep. that they're going to be, yep. right? So if we could do a daily podcast, we would um, because we would be more connected with you. We yeah. do it. We try to do it weekly. You shouldn't do anything beyond month where you're just kind of an acquaintance that you see at a networking event. Yep. Yep. And so you, you, really, you really want to look at that. But also, you know, where's the best source for new business? Existing customers, existing customers, referrals, upsells, you know, testimonials, reviews when you're doing a good job. It's like 80% easier to upsell or maintain a customer, right? Yeah, the data from what I read was to maintain an existing customer takes 25% of the cost, effort, and time. Than to try and get one, get a new one. Than to try to get a new one. So you think that's somebody you should nurture? Yeah, yes. and people think, oh, well, I'm, I, I've sold them, I'm done. We, we're actually going to put a formula up on uh, the website in the resource section. Uh, it's a, a formula that just was profoundly kind of changed uh, a lot of ways that I had an outlook on life uh, in my 20s. And, and really what it is is um, if you look at the churn rate, right? if you look at you know, uh, you know, slowing down the churn rate, increasing the sales here, um, you know, little tweaks, and yeah. I'm talking two to three percent in these different areas. Uh, increase your price, yeah. right? Right. Increase your a price little bit. by yeah. a little bit. All these things have this monumental compound effect, like yep. multiplier effect, when you look at it overall as the business. And so, really, the thing that most people don't focus on and should be their focus and is our focus is our existing customers taking really, really good care of them because a referral is way better than any other kind of business we could get. Maintaining a long customer, having a long-term relationship with somebody is really what we strive for. I actually tell everyone on my team, if we can't ask for a referral or a testimonial at any time in a given month, we're not doing our job and we need to work harder to get that client in a place that uh, we have that type of relationship with them because we want them to be part of our family. Raving fans. And we love them. Yeah. Yeah. They're important to you, and, yeah. and, and they're important to us. Yeah. So that's just my soapbox, I guess. And that's how we are going to drive eWeb results as we have been going forward. Nothing's going to change. That's our focus. So we love you. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things to include in Nurture might be a letter from the CEO, which is now written by Matt. Not oh, dang, more work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anything like top things you should do when you're going to start anything digital remarketing and then build your trips like yeah. just whatever time you're carving out make sure that time is focused on those things um if you, you do those two things you're going to be head and shoulders above, above your competition else. i would say also 
uh, get a really good converting website. Yep. Uh, maybe call, uh, ask for one of our internet marketing consultants. They can give you some quick tips of changes you can make. Yep. And then after that, I personally believe your core marketing budget should go towards SEO and videos. Yep. Yep. Right. In order to be a leader. Yes. Which is what you want to be. All right, so um, that wraps up. I think that's, that's good information. We're going to turn that into an actual article, uh, so that'll be available at some oh, point. Wow, wow. Sammy? They're going to say, um, you know, Matt became the king. <laughs> became the king. I like your shirt. Uh, there was a little uh, Actually, no, we just... We just <laughs> so I'm wearing this shirt because I thought... I haven't played chess in a while, and I don't know why I thought this, but this shirt... Has a pawn. pawn the pawn a, became the king with a crown. Right? Yeah. And Chris is like, "Oh, you want to be the queen?" <laughs> and I was pawn, like, "Wait, hold wait. on a second. And uh, he, that didn't he, make sense." He rolled his rolled back his knowledge of chess. It was like, "That's right. That's right." So that's stuff. why I'm actually hiding that under this camouflage shirt, and you just see the crown above it, which is the king's crown. That's the not king's the crown. crown. It's the king's crown. Uh, all right, so. <laughs> If you like this podcast, we're going to ask you to do just a couple of things. Um, we're going to ask you to share it. I think we mentioned that already. Uh, go ahead and share it with three people, whether they're in internet marketing, whether they're just small business. Just share it business. on your Facebook wall. Yeah. Just share it. Just do that. Just, just share say, it. I love these guys. Yeah, just share it. They love their customers. Yeah. Um, like if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, call EO Results for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713 713- Five nine two six seven two four. Um, if you have a referral, we have a referral program. Yes, we do. We have a white label program too for all you agencies out there. Yes, call us and ask us about white label. We'll help you with that. Uh, if you got a referral, we've got a form. Is the form still on the website? I know we well, moved it off. We're moving on the navigation. We will have a form. Just email call us, us, contact email us. us. Yeah. Uh, we'll get you set up if you're interested there. So. Uh, and basically anything... It's going to be under the career section, but we might have to put it back up. Anything internet marketing yeah. that uh, that they may need from website all the way to you know actual phone calls in terms of results, right? Yeah. We can help you from soup to nuts there. So uh, send us the referral. When they pay us, we pay you. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast, we are coming out with a new program with our new facility. So reach out to us. Ask me about that. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Remember, we were filmed live here at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. Is there any kind of review source that we want to push or any... uh, Go go like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash... Best SEO podcast or eWeb results, a- a- both of those. that you have access to leave us a review. We would Just appreciate that. leave us them. a review across all platforms. Actually, let's throw <laughs> this one out there. eWebResults.com slash G+. Leave us a review on Google My Business. That would be very nice of you. Yeah, that would be great. Hopefully, you will make that review five stars. Uh, a transcript and video of this podcast are available on our website. Um, you guys have made us the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. Thanks to all of y'all, different countries, uh, all around the globe. The crown goes to y'all. Thank you. The crown really does go to y'all. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. My name is Matt Bertram. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow high.